everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Great leaders don't set out to be a leader. They set out to make a difference, and it's never about the role. In fact, it's always about the goal. I love this quote so much because I think it brings in the most important parts of leadership, that it's not about being the best. It's not about knowing everything. It's not about being above all. It's about making a difference and creating an influence among those that you lead so that together you can move towards this outcome that you all desire. Today, we're going to talk all things leadership. In fact, I'm going to break this up into two episodes just because I think it's such an incredible topic, but a lot of what I've been hearing from my listeners is that they want to learn how to transition from being a contributor and stepping into their power as a leader from the role that they're currently in. So before we dive deep into that, I have to just let you know that it is such a tragedy that I don't have a barbecue taco yet. At least not one that I can remember from the last 53 episodes. So with that being said, let's go ahead and turn that around. And what better time to turn it around than right when summertime is around the corner, which means barbecues. I mean, come on, barbecues with tacos. That's the best sort of barbecue. So for this week's recipe, I am bringing you a guilt-free backyard barbecue taco. You've got to try it if you love chicken, if you love pineapple pico de gallo. Seriously, it's going to be so good. And if you want to get that recipe card, you got to go check out the show notes and go grab it from the Taco About It Tuesday highlight, where you can also find all of my other amazing, healthy, delicious taco recipes from previous weeks. All right, let's jump into the topic, which is all things leadership. And specifically in part one of this episode, what I really want to dive into is addressing this idea of going from being a contributor to stepping into leadership. Because I think there's a lot of people out there that have this desire, that have this calling to want to lead others, but they just don't know where to start. Or maybe you just got a promotion and you're over there thinking, all right, I'm like so excited, but I'm slightly terrified because I don't know where to go next and I don't know what to do next. And how am I going to prove myself after I just got this job? Don't sweat it. I've got your back. And this topic is going to help you no matter where you're coming from, especially after all of these different leadership books that I've read, in addition to being basically my own CEO, a leader of a team right now where I mentor coaches on how to build a book of business in addition to how to help others. I've learned a few things here and there, okay? So let me talk to you about what it is that I've learned. So the first thing that I've learned, and it's actually a question that I want to ask you, and it's getting really clear on why you want to lead in the first place. I think that a lot of us think that leadership is that next natural step that we all have to take when really, you don't have to be a leader in your life to be successful or to be considered worthy. So I just want to level set if you're feeling like, well, the only way to advance in life or to be considered seriously is to be a leader. That's not a truth. That's a self-limiting playlist that you have in your head that we need to just wipe from the slate. And instead, we need to get really clear and ask ourselves, why do I want to lead? Is it because I have this desire and I have this calling to want to serve and help others? Is it because I am so passionate about a program or a product or a service 
that I want to be able to train others to love it just as much or to go out there and to be able to lead a team of influencers and inspirers and dreamers. There are a lot of different reasons that you could be stepping into leadership, but only you can determine that. And once you actually determine why you want to lead, the second thing that I learned after figuring out what my reason was is then I had to define it. I had to define what leadership meant to me and how I was going to show up as a leader. This step is so incredibly important not to miss for two reasons. The first is realistically measuring yourself. How do you ever expect to do that if you do not have a definition of what leadership means to you? In addition to that, if we don't have those accurate measures, we're never going to really know if what we're doing is enough. And I am not big on, you know, trying to fulfill this idea of approval or being enough for others. I want to be enough for me. So this is going back to my talk on primary question and asking yourself of how it is that you want to show up every single day. By defining what a leader means to you, you can create a primary question. How can I show up in XYZ way even more in the world right now in order to fulfill my desire and my purpose of leading? It is such an important thing to do so that way at the end of the day when you're laying your head down on your pillow and you're thinking about your day, you can think about it in ways of wins and ways that you showed up for people even through the struggle rather than wondering if you did enough, rather than doubting your abilities and questioning whether or not that you can actually do this. Now that you've gotten clear on why you want to lead in the first place, In addition to defining what a leadership means to you so you can accurately measure that and meet your expectations, now it's time to do some work. And that work doesn't come with acting at first. That work comes with internally what is going on inside of your head. Because we all know that we have those playlists, those doubts, those fears that repeat over and over and over again that are keeping us from everything that we desire. So instead of playing small, we're going to start playing bigger and we're going to start to shut off those voices in our head that tell us otherwise. So in order to do that, we need to look at our definition of leadership and where we're missing the mark currently in our life. And based off of where we're missing the mark, what might be the cause as to why we're missing that mark? And once you're able to identify your gaps, now we can start to reflect on why is that? What is going on inside of my head? Maybe it's even external circumstances and the things that people are telling me to put these beliefs in my belief system. What is it that I can change, that I can rewrite, and that I can start to act against in order to build a new belief system? If you listened to my episode from last week where I chatted about the top seven lessons that I've learned over the last year, fear is a big one that I talk about in the fact that I view fear as my green light and I want you to view it that way too. That when you get that physiological response of that pit in your stomach, a little bit of stress, kind of like you're going to throw up, that's when you puke and freaking rally, my friends. That is a gift that your body is telling you, hey, if you do this, you are going to achieve whatever it is that you want. That is when you press go. No exceptions, okay? You're rewriting your beliefs. You're taking action against it. You're taking action against fear. And from that, you are growing. You are learning. You are expanding your craft and you are stepping into your power that you've always had. It's just been covered up by so many of these limiting beliefs. 
in leadership, you are going to come across a lot of these moments where you doubt yourself, where you feel less than, where you question your capabilities. So the sooner that you can start to really adapt these steps of finding these self-limiting beliefs that are showing up consistently, rewriting them, using fear as your green light and acting in spite of them, and then from that, replacing the old belief system because you just created an outcome that now attaches a positive meaning to the action that you just took, that is when you truly start to make this transition from being a contributor to being a leader. Now, the next thing that I want you to consider is this idea that leaders need to know everything. They need to have all the education, the accolades, the experience, like they need to be all-knowing. And from my perspective and just experience in being a leader myself, as well as watching other leaders grow, it typically wasn't the person, like the leader that rose to the top, that had all of those things that I just mentioned, the accolades, the education, etc. It was the person that could relate with other people. It was the person that was truly listening and influencing other people to rise above. It was the person that found their white space and 10X'd it. For those of you that have never heard about this idea or concept of finding your white space, this is essentially where your passions, your talents, your joy comes out to play. It's that task, it's that duty, it's that area of your job or your career where things light up for you, where you just are in this state of flow and you feel like you are the absolute best at it. And that is what the really, really solid leaders out there are good at doing. They're good at identifying what that white space is and then being able to 10X on it and provide that value back to the company, back to the team that they serve, back to the customers that they serve. And then for those other areas where they're maybe not as strong, maybe their talents don't come out to play, maybe it's just not an area that lights them up as much. They leverage the people around them to allow for them to rise up to allow for them to seek their white space in those areas. That, at the end of the day, is what makes for a really freaking good leader. Is someone that's willing to take charge, create value and influence in something that they're passionate about, and then allowing for others to rise up with them. It's not, and let me repeat this very clearly, it is not the person that knows everything or tries to know everything or tries to take control of everything. Those people are unrelatable and unfollowable. So I have one more thing for you to consider as you start to make this transition from being a contributor to being a leader. But first, let's just do a quick recap of everywhere that we've been. At first, we decided we were going to get really clear on our intention to lead. Why is it that we want to become a leader in the first place? And then from there, we decided we were going to define what leadership meant to us. So that way we had realistic expectations and measures for that moment when we decide to step into our power of being a leader. Then, as we know it, (laughs) because we're humans, we know that in the road ahead, there's going to be fears and limiting beliefs and doubts around what we're capable of. So we started to get really aware about what those are going to be, what could come in our path. We decide we're going to rewrite those. And then from there, we decided we're going to act against them because that is where the true growth happens. And what we last chatted about is we're going to find those areas of our life, those areas of our career, of our job that really, really light our fire 
that truly allow for us to find joy and exude our talents so we can 10x on that and provide value back to our team and the people that we're serving. The final thing that's going to help you transition from being a contributor to being a leader is to give more without any expectation of ever receiving. One of my favorite books that I've read of all time is The Go-Giver, and there's actually a sequel to it called The Go-Giver Leader. And the whole premise behind these books is that giving is your way to success. It's your way to happiness, to fulfillment. If you truly want to lead and influence and be successful, giving is your way there. Now, if I had all the power in the world to do this, I 100% would. And what I would do is change leadership in the dictionary to leader giving, because that, I think, is so much more of a realistic definition of what being a leader is. It's not about being the person that stands on top, that's better than everyone else, that knows all the things, that achieves all the things. Yeah, having leaders that do have some of those things under their belt never hurts. But in order to really make the transition to being a good, influential leader, Take more time to give, take more time to listen, take more time to communicate and to relate and put yourself in other people's shoes. Because the moment that you start to do that, that is where the real influence comes from. And before you know it, people are looking to you as a leader and maybe you don't have the pay grade, maybe you don't have the title or the promotion yet, but in your heart and amongst your team, they will know that you're a leader and that they're going to follow suit to whatever it is that you propose that you do. And isn't that what it's all about anyways? (laughs) I mean, all that stuff is nice, but knowing that from the shoes that I'm in, that I have the opportunity to change people's lives, to impact them, and that I am not the richest, most highly recognized podcaster or (laughs) coach or business owner out there, it doesn't matter to me you, the other person listening on the side of this is getting something out of it today. And that's going to cause the ripple effect, the ripple effect and this movement for good to make the world a better place. So go out there, give what you wish to receive in your life and watch the world transform around you. And when we meet next week, I'm going to do part two of this talk where we step up the game a little bit. For those of you that maybe are in a leadership role currently and are looking to elevate your game, or maybe quite honestly, you just have gotten a little bit stuck and stagnant. So until next time, go eat all the tacos because those are delicious and go give without the intention of receiving. Go step into your power of leading. And if you have that calling and that desire, but you just don't know where to start, start with these steps and also reach out to me for help. Because one thing that I'm really passionate about is helping others get started in their journey and impacting the lives of others. Because for the longest time, I told myself I couldn't and I held myself back. And I know there's so many of you out there that might be experiencing the same thing. So come chat with me and I can talk to you about the next round of my coach mentorship. But again, go eat some tacos, go have some fun, find your joy. And I will see you next week for another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday. See you then.